you're about to listen to a broadcast of the Greater Harvest Church in Ellenwood, Georgia. In this episode, Pastor Eddie Montgomery Jr. ministers a word entitled, It's a Different World. Stay tuned. Hallelujah. 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 We thank God for everybody. Amen. As you remain standing, amen, we're going to go before God in prayer. We thank God for all those in social media land who has tuned in to to, uh, hear the word of God with us. And as you bow your heads, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word. We ask, Lord, that the word come to us. Let it go into our souls. Let it go into our spirit. God, give us the word that you have for us on today. And we give your name to praise as we come in your name. Open up our understandings. Open up our our minds and our spirit to receive what you have for us on today this we pray in jesus name amen amen you can be seated amen uh go ahead and play that song that i told you to play uh, michael amen before we get into it i, I just want to it's going to be my my song amen that's been in my spirit all for a long time and we thank god for the word uh, we're going to come from 2 Kings, started from the beginning, Michael. Uh, we're going to come from 2 Kings, amen, 2 Kings, the 6th chapter. I'm going to give you the scriptures now, 2 Kings, the 6th chapter. We're going to start around about the 14th verse or the 13th verse. And then we're also going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 1, and we're going to look at verse 18. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. And the main scriptures we're going to come from is 2 King chapter 6, verse number 12. Amen. I can't hear it. Amen. You can turn it up some. Amen. (laughs) All right. Amen. We thank God. That's that song right there is a is the testimony of this scripture and the word that we're gonna talk about today. Amen. Amen. How we fight our battles. How do we fight our battles? Amen. Amen. So when we look at 2 Kings, amen. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. When we look at 2 Kings, 2 Kings, starting at verse number 12. And one of his servants said, none, my Lord, O king, but Elijah, the prophet that is in Israel, Telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speaketh in thy bedchamber. Verse 13 says, and he said, go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, behold, he is in Dalton. Dalton. Therefore sent he hither horses and chariots, and a great host, and they came by night and compassed the city about. 
And when the servants of the man of God was risen early and goeth forth, behold, and host compasseth the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do or what to do? And he answered, Fear not. Look at your neighbor and say, Fear not. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them. I'm going to read that verse 16 again. And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. I'm going to read it one more time. And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with him. I'm going to read it one more time. And he answered, what? Fear not. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see and the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. And he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elijah. And when they came down to him, Elijah prayed unto him, unto the Lord, and, and said, Smite thy people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elijah. Everybody say amen. amen. If you go to me with me to Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 18. And we've been we actually read this in Bible study. So for those that have attended Bible study, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Verse number 18 says, "The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, or open that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in, the, in that which is to come. And have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Everybody say amen. I just had fun reading that. Amen. Because it's so powerful. It's so powerful. When I think about the message today that I'm going to talk about my message and I, I'm a, a um, chronic 
attic of this TV show, which is called, and this is the title of this message, it's called A Different World. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a different world for where I come from. Oh, look at somebody else and with all the, the stamina you have in yourself. I want you to look at them and say, it's a different world from where I come from. Amen, amen, amen. It's a different world from where I come from. Today, I want to talk to the body. And I want to start in 2 Kings and we'll end in Ephesians. 2 Kings is talking about Elijah and his homeboy, one of the, the servants of him, who his helper. And what happened, you had a king that was opposing the children of Israel. And this king of Serenia, he wanted to attack the people of Israel and he wanted to kill Elijah. The reason why he wanted to kill Elijah is because Elijah was basically the informant telling the Israel king of all of his plots. So when it was time for the Serenian um, army to attack the king and the Israel nation was always a step ahead to the point that the Serenian army king was like, wait a minute, somebody's snitching in amongst us. Who's talking? We got a snitch in the camp. And they said, no, king, it's not, it's not us. Nobody's saying anything. Nobody's snitching. It's that prophet Elijah that knows what you're going to be doing. And he's telling, he's, he's giving the, the king of Israel, he's giving Israel a heads up. And he said, who is this, this man? Where is he at? And they say, he's in Dolphin. So the Serene king says, go there and we're going to send an army to capture him. We're going to send an army to take him and kill him because of the fact that he is a problem. So now we see that we have this army that found Elijah and where he was staying. Elijah helper came out and said, when he woke up that morning, wiped the crust out of his eyes and he said, let me go outside and get a fresh breath, a, 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 a fresh, some fresh air. And he woke, woke up and opened the door and when he walked out, he saw a whole bunch of people surrounded. They were surrounded. They surrounded the house of where they were staying. At that point, he knew they was in trouble. Here you have an army of people surrounding your house. That's just like now in our day and age, you have a raid. And you have the SWAT team or you have the police and they surround your house. At that point, you know there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. It's over. This is it. 
The young man said, Lord, master, master, he was talking about Elijah. He said, what are we going to do? Elijah just, I, I can see Elijah waking up, you know, what's going on? He's like, wait, you know, if somebody is surrounding your house, you know, that's going to put fear in you. Elijah woke up and said, well, what's going on? He walked out the door. And I'm paraphrasing this now, I'm making up my. And he walked out the door and when he saw all the people, all the horses and all the, the army in their suits and in their, their armor attire, when he saw them surrounding the house, he didn't flinch. He didn't budge. He wasn't even scared. He told the boy, he said, oh, okay. The, the, the young man was like, what are we going to do? He said, fear not. He had to speak to him. He said, fear not. Because I see all these people physically around. They surrounded us. We trapped. We have nowhere to go. But I see something different. You're looking at it as this is it, young fella. You're looking at it as there's this is the end. This is the end of the road. But I see opportunity. I see something different. As believers, as children of God, we have to start learning how to see. We have to learn how to see. And I'm going to show you why that's so important. This man said, the first thing he told him, he addressed the, he addressed the problem. The problem was, the boy was fearing for his life. He knew he was about to die. So the first thing he addressed, he had to speak into him. So as believers, you got to know that as, as, as believers, the first thing we got to start doing is using our mouth. We got to be careful what we say and what we project out of our mouth. We have to know that as believers, sometimes situations, you might have to speak to it, even though it might don't look like it's a a, a positive situation you have to know how to speak to it because you're not you're from a different world it's a different world where we come from as believers why I keep saying that because he had to address the fear that was in the man he said fear he said I see you but not to fear he's talking to the man's spirit he was like do not fear for I'm about to show you something so that way you won't fear. So he had to first speak something and then he had to allow him to see what he was seeing for him not to be able to be fearful. So he said, fear not for they that are with who? With us. They are more than those that are with them. The ones who I physically see. Now, put yourself in that young man's shoes. I see an army of people surrounding me. And yet I have this elderly gentleman telling me not to fear because it's two of us and it's a, a whole army surrounding our house of them. But yet he's saying it's more of us, which is two, compared to the army that I physically see that's surrounding me. 
had an inside of a world that was not seen, but yet it was real. He saw something that was unseen, but yet it was seen. He saw something that was, in our case, unreal, but yet it was real. What do I mean by that? He was able, the Lord opened up his eyes, and before the Lord opened his, his eyes, the young boy eyes, he could not see but only two people, him and Elijah. Now, he actually saw the whole army of multitude of people so that physically he was able to see that. So it didn't make sense. But when the Lord opened up his eyes to see a different world, he was able to see how many people really was on his side, which was a chariot full of horses and chariots of fire up on the mountaintop high above where the army was at. So there was, he was able to see the actual reality of a different world from a different perspective. And he calmed down because he said, wait a minute. What I now see is my help, which is far more than these people that's trying to attack me. He was able to see a different world and that world became reality. To the point that he began to take control and he began to get some confidence in what he was saying and what he was about to do. Now, I want to go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 where it tells us, Ephesians chapter 1 18, it tells us about our understanding, enlightening our understanding, that our Enlightening, it says that the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, meaning being open, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling. That the eyes of your understanding. Now, in order for you to see a different world, your eyes have to be open to it. That means I'm not talking about your physical eyes. I'm talking about your spiritual eyes. Your spiritual understanding, your spiritual heart, the inner you, your inner you have to be open to the things of a unseen world, which is real. If you don't know by now, the unseen world is more realer than the seen world because the unseen world is nothing but a manifestation of the seen world. What do I mean by that? how the dispensation of the church of believers how we are we falling uh, how can I say it we, we, we have to play catch up because I can the unbelievers believe more in the unseen world than the believers nowadays uh, I had a person that told me that they was talking to one of their friends and their friends had told them they grew up, they went to school together, they went to, you know, high school together, elementary school together, middle school together, uh, and then now they are in college. And they told me that this person surprised them because this person told them that, you know what, now I I'm, I'm a witch now. 
I'm a witch. And she was so, so, you know, nonchalant about it. She, she was like, I, I practice witchcraft. I, I, I practice witchcraft. And she said, you'd be surprised how many people are into that practice hood. Uh, and, and I know in the rap game, they talk about the Illuminati and all of that stuff and how that they dib and dab into a lot of the satanic stuff. And, and a lot of people have accepted that and they made it be known and they in the uh, acting business and in the, the uh, uh, music business and all the other type of businesses, they make it be known that the unseen world and the superpowers and the energy that comes from that is real. They, they really emphasize that, even to the point that the people of God, when we used to make it a big thing, they used to call us crazy. But now it seems like things switch where now the ones that's not believers, they believers of that. And that's starting to manifest heavy in the earth. So I asked God, well, God, what does that have to do with why? He said, that's the problem. We have more people willing to believe in Satan and his imps more than the power of God and all the power that goes with God. We're, 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 I, if, I, if I just digress and just had a moment where I could just start talking to you about about how you can identify a witch and how you can identify a warlock, how you can identify demons, I guarantee I will have all of y'all attention. But when it comes down to the power of God, that's where we get sleepy. So something is different. This is how we fight our battles. Look at your neighbor say, I'm from a different world. It's a different world where I come from. In order for us to fight the good fight of faith, we got to know how to fight. This young man, Elijah, he was saying, I see what I'm a part of. The question is, do you see what you are a part of? So that way you know how to fight when you are presented with things that is not like God. Do you know how to fight? Or do you fight based off your physical mentality? Which you can physically see. Which you can physically hear. Which you can physically understand. Do you fight like that? Or do you allow yourself to get into the things of God as a believer of God? Do you allow yourself to understand how God wants to place you in a place in him so that way you can understand how to fight and how to recognize spiritual warfare? I have to put myself in a place where I can understand spiritual warfare so that way I know how to fight the different battles that come my way. I have to know how to put myself in a spiritual atmosphere where I understand that all power belongs to God. That there's no other power but God. I don't 
care how much Illuminati, I don't care how much satanic attacks, I don't care how many principalities and power. We just read it in Ephesians. If God is over all principalities, then why am I going to be scared or be fearful of something that my God is in control of? I'm in control because he's in me. So, oh my God. It's, it's funny because this man was like, I see a whole different type of army. This army has fire with them. The physical army did not have fire with them. They had man technology. They had things that probably could, you know, defect or don't work or cause them to, you know. But, but, but when you read on in the, in the chapter, you will see that they actually still attack Elijah. They went to go attack him. Even after the young boy saw a spiritual army, the physical army still went down to attack him. But what happened is phenomenal. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a different world from where I come from. When they went to attack this boy, or the, the man of God and this young boy, Elijah says, Lord, I see they're coming my way. So I can't avoid the situation. It's, it's about to happen. It's about to go down. But what I want you to do is I want you to blind them. So they, all of a sudden, they got spiritually blinded. Now, it wasn't to the point where they was blind where they couldn't see because they could see where they was going. But they was blinded. And, and when you study, it says some say it could have been like cloudy where it was it was kind of uh, uh, hard to actually see the person, but they could hear, but they really couldn't. It was like foggy. So it was like a fog or it was something it was hard for them to really see where they was going. So they had to use their audible ear. So Elijah said, hey, y'all going the wrong way. You come follow me. I'll show you where he at. Not knowing it's the man that they was looking for. And he led them. He said, follow me. Now, they were supposed to go kill this man. But now they're following the man. Because he's walking in power. He's walking in the world that he is used to. He's using what is in him. And that he know in confidence and in assurance. Oh my gosh. Y'all don't see this yet. Believers, this is how we're supposed to be. This is how we're supposed to operate. Now, he lead them into the king of Israel and his army. Now, how do we fight our battles? Because now, what he did, he used something that he was used to his world to fight the battle in the natural world. He didn't succumb to the natural way of fighting. He didn't say, go get my 50, go get my 9, go get my AR, go get my uh, AK-47. No, he didn't do all that. He says, oh, go get my bat. He didn't do that. He used his voice. 
Because he know that gods operate through sound. Let there be. And boom, there was. He used what he had in him. To the point he wasn't even worried about it. How many of us fight our battles that we have in our day to day with our physical approach? What do I mean by that? We are in the church. We are now fighting a battle of things that's coming and bombarding us that we trying to use it in the world that we live in, not knowing and not realizing we supposed to use the world, which is to come that which we supposed to know. That's which we supposed to reside in. When you gave your life to Christ, when you give your heart to God, you are now part of a different kingdom. That kingdom is a different world. That world system is totally opposite of the kingdom of this world. This world right here will fade away. This world right here is nothing but a replica. It's like a, a copycat of the real world. The real world is the unseen world. But we manifest the real world through our faith and through our praise and through our uh, uh, glory that we give to God. Because we know that there is a world that is to come that's our hope that's our ability that's what we get saved that's what we long for I long for the kingdom of this world to be the kingdom of Christ and the kingdom of our of everything I can't wait till God comes back where we don't have no more crying and no more sadness and, and no more chaotic. Every day you see on the news somebody getting shot, some they're shooting, there's this, there's that. I can't wait till we have peace. But how can we have peace? Peace belongs to the kingdom of God. Look at your neighbor say, it's a different world. For where I come from, where I come from as a believer of the faith, where I come from, I understand that my world that has been portrayed to me, that world that has been presented to me, that world in the scriptures that has been lined out to me, I understand that world is peace, hope, joy in the Holy Ghost. I understand that that world, that kingdom, that domain, that rule, it has no end. I understand that that kingdom, that world, that rule, that it has an organized system. I understand that that system is flawless. Good God Almighty. I'm talking about the kingdom of God. So uh, I hope y'all, I'm almost finished with my message. So uh, I'm talking about the kingdom of God where it's flawless, where there is faith, where there is hope, where there's his glory and where there's beauty of his holiness. I'm talking about a place where there's joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's the kingdom that I'm talking about. The kingdom that I'm talking about that you don't have to worry about. There's no time in that kingdom. That kingdom is not it's not governed by time. Oh, that means when you when you in that kingdom, you don't have to worry about aging. I, I 
don't have to be like Indiana Jones trying to find the, the ancient tombs that I can see the holy waters that would keep me alive uh, forever. No, I don't have to drink of that type of water because I have already drunk of a water that says he will be like in me a well springing of living water that will never run dry. Uh, that well that's in me, it will never run dry. Uh, Elijah understood about that because to understand dolphin, dolphin, when you look that up, it means two whales. Mm. So he was able to understand that he has to be in a position where his God is manifesting every day of his life. Do Are you in a place where God manifests every day in your life? That's how you got to think, saints of God. We got to understand we are in the dispensation of the church. The church dispensation is us. Oh, what do I mean by that? Uh, uh, if, I can, if, I, if I can, I would do it. But uh, uh, he said, go ahead and do it. Okay, I'm going to do it. Uh, you got to understand in the church, in that dispensation, in the dispensation of church, that means we are we are we have been raised and we have been brought into a time where like none other we have been brought into a time where we could demonstrate and manifest the power of the kingdom through our earthly bodies uh that's the church we are the body the body the it's important that you understand the reason why you was born in the dispensation of the church is for such a time as this because you are the one that's supposed to be manifesting the glory of the power of the kingdom of God and how to operate in his domain with your sane self. Oh God, that's why Satan has attacked so many people in this dispensation with anxiety and with turmoil and with trouble-mindedness and everything that's going to attack your mind in doubtfulness because he don't want you to realize the power that possessed. Give me, give me a towel. He don't want you to realize Realize the power that is possessed in you. We live in church, church, church. That's why Satan tried to attack you so strong because of the fact that he understands that you are in a dispensation of the church. Now, when you think about the dispensation of the church, uh, that means that we only have a set time to do the work of the ministry. <laughs> oh gosh that's why he said in Ephesians I want you to open up your understanding I want you to understand that you only have a set time that we're going to be able to do all the things that we're supposed to be doing uh, because when Christ come back uh, he's coming back for the church <laughs> he's coming back for his body the body, that's why we are many members, but yet one body. The body, we have to be part of the things that bring glory in the earth. We have to bring his world into our world. Uh, does that make sense? We have to bring his world into our world. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a different world from where I come from. I, I, I don't come from the world that I thought I did because I thought I was born into this world. Uh, physically, yes, you're correct. You are born into this world. 
But guess what? God has handpicked you to be part of another world. He gave you the ability to be able to learn. Notice this. Why are we here in 2023? Uh, the reason why we're here in 2023 and not 203 is because of the fact that we are the dispensation of the power that possesses in the saints. We believe in the power of God and it has been recorded to the saints. Uh, that means that what I'm trying to say here, uh, let me make it plain. What I'm trying to say is all the hell that you went through in life is for a reason. Uh, because God knows you can handle it because you have more power that you are able to handle. And what Satan tried to do is get doubt and confusion and fear and anxiety and all of this stuff in your life to stop you and to stop you from understanding what God has called you to. He don't want you to get to the point where you understand I'm a child of God and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a true believer. He don't want you to understand that uh, weeping may endure for a night, but joy. I understand. See, I don't look at the weeping. See, I'm getting, oh God, I feel good. I get tired of people that say that they are in the faith and they are and they believe in God, but you're not seeing the manifestation of the power, the unlimited power that possess in you. The Bible says the kingdom of God is where? It's in me. So that means that world that I'm talking about that world it rests in you when you when you receive him it, it becomes a part of you you become a part of it it's a living a living breathing organism so when I fight my battles I don't fight how the world fight I fight with praise uh, I fight with worship I fight with prayer I fight I fight with thanksgiving because I understand that's going to give me the result because that's going to bring down my world, the kingdom of God. And when I'm in the kingdom of God, it's more of us than it is them. <laughs> because those them, the them, notice that the them is, is only a third of heaven. Only a third of heaven was kicked out. That means it was more, it was more people in the heavens it's more people with God than there are against God ah so why are we troubled believers why are you troubled when it's more of us then it is them. Well, what do you mean? You're looking at it as, oh, nobody's coming. Nobody's, uh, everybody's, uh, it's hard. You know, I'm the oddball. I'm, uh, I'm the only one that's trying to live this life. No, it's more of us than it is them. Oh, uh, we got people all over the world. We got people all over the world. We got angels in heavenly places. Uh, we are more than. <laughs> I'm more than. Uh, I might have somebody in the world that can conquer, but I'm more than that. I'm more than the conqueror. So when I look at it, I look at that kingdom that is of God. I have to now bring it to the earth. And it takes 
us. It takes you as a believer to know that. That's why he said, I wish, I wish. Look at somebody say, I wish, I wish, I wish. I wish you could open up your understanding and open up your eyes, your spiritual eyes to know that you part of a kingdom that is powerful. I wish you are understanding that you cannot allow Satan to trick you out of your blessing. I wish that you allow God to be God in your life and serve him with joy and peace and happiness. If we want to tap into the kingdom of God, you just got to obey God and obey his promises. If you want to tap into the kingdom of God and live that type of life, don't you know you can live a life far above what people say that you can live on? I can have one job and have all my income met. Have all my income met because of the fact that he is providing for me. I have my Jehovah Jireh. I don't have to worry about a job providing for me. See, the people of the world look at it like that. Oh, I got to make Six figures. I got, oh no, baby. I'm a personal testimony. You can raise a family of five. I'm the sixth person. You can raise a family of five with less than 50,000 in income, and you can have more than somebody that has a hundred thousand of income. I'm a living witness of that. Uh, uh, you can be more happy and more satisfied when God is leading and guiding and He's operating your life because that world that you are now attached to you say I put my trust in a kingdom that is all powerful that has all rule and he's everything to me is God your everything is he your everything so if God is your everything then why are we uh, living our life beneath or below what God want his believers to live if God is your everything and you believe it like that if you believe it like you say you do then you should understand and say Lord I can see I see a different world I see the world that you want me to be a part of I see the world that you want me to rest rule and abide in I see oh my God don't y'all see how these scriptures come in together I see how you want me to have joy and peace I should not be walking around saying oh I got anxiety oh, I feel like killing myself oh, the devil the devil is on my trail oh, oh, the, you, you, you see that when you see that from that angle but when you know that you got a hope in the Lord when you know that you have an anchor in God then you will begin to see what God wants you to see. He will begin to show you weeping may endure for a night, but joy, unspeakable joy, it will come in the morning. Uh, you will begin able to see all my needs uh, shall be provided because I serve the most and the living true high God. You will begin to see that no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper because he is on my side. I am anchored in the Lord. How many people is anchored in God? When you anchored in God, you will begin to think like God. You will begin to see like God. Look at somebody and say, it's a different world from where I come from. Uh, I don't, I have 
forsaken the world that I knew to embrace the world that is to come. Uh, I have forsaken the world that I thought was and I have embraced the world that is. God have mercy. Oh, that, that was powerful. I have forsaken the world that I thought was and have embraced the world that I now know that is. Well, what is it? It is the world that we're going to soon be able to be with our Lord and Savior forevermore. It's the world that when he had died on the cross, he said, it is finished. All power, all glory belongs to me. It is the world that death, grave, and hell has have been put under his feet. It is a world that says that I will be all in all not even the angels the angels will be there to say holy 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 the people will be there to say lord you are worthy the animals will be there to say god you are awesome that world which is that world that is to come is for those who can see it who can see it like it is do you really see do you really see how you surround it by the angels of God do you really see how it's the angels of God that's protecting you that's covering you it's the blood of the lamb that's preventing you from taking your soul I'm not talking about your body but I'm talking about your soul. I'm talking about your mind. I'm talking about your intellect. Ah, oh, you would have been crazy, but it's God's blood that's covering you from the prayers of the saints. The saints be praying for you. The Lord, keep them. Keep their mind. Keep them covered. Even when you find yourself in a low-down situation, the prayers of the saints are ringing forth in the atmosphere. That audible voice that's ringing in the heavens that audible voice that's ringing in the kingdom is ringing forth and it's saying we have to send an angel to protect that person it's that kingdom that I'm talking about that kingdom when you think that you should have, have been in that car accident the car should have had took your life but it's the voice of the prayers of the saints and the glory of God that says it's not your time yet keep them covered and it caused the car to go somewhere else and hit something else and spare your life it's the prayers of that type of kingdom that domain, that world that comes where you said the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus and you plead that over your house and when your kids have bad dreams the blood of Jesus attacked the dreams that Satan and his kingdom tried to influence to cause your kids to be in fear. And you begin to say, fear not. It's a different world from where we come from. I want to introduce you and let you know you are part of a kingdom where you don't have to worry about the satanic bad dreams because our God, the most high God, the one that's mighty in battle, the one that's powerful
powerful. He's king of kings. He's lord of lords. He's alpha and omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's everlasting to everlasting. He's the will that's in the middle of the will. He's the one that's keeping everything going. He's the one that has all power in his hand. He's the one that has has called Satan to bow down. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that the true and living Jesus the Christ he is Lord. He's Lord of everything. He's all in all. He's through all. He's above all. He's beneath all. He's everything. He's my everything. He's my everything. Everything that I have. Everything that I long for. Everything that I hope for it's in him it's in him i'm part of a world that is in him he's the king of the world he's the king of the jungle he's the king that makes you rumble he's the king he's the king he's the king he's king of all that and that's the god that i serve that's the god that i serve and when you understand that you understand that you are part of a dispensation that is required to make that, that, that proclamation known in the earth. You are part of that which is supposed to audibly. That means your voice. That means your witness. Oh my gosh. You are part of a dispensation of witnesses. I'm a witness of the power. I'm a witness of life changing. I'm a witness of when I was down and out. When I didn't want to serve God. He still had his love. Oh, oh gosh. His love was still there for me. When I was hurt and in pain. His love was still there for me. I found a love that's unspeakable. When I didn't want to be loved. And I wanted to be mean. I wanted to be hateful. I wanted to blame everybody else. I found myself couldn't do it because a love that was shed abroad, it covered me. It made me change my thinking. It made me change my ways. It made me change how I felt. Nobody couldn't change me. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. But I found a love that will change. I was so appreciative of how he was to me. Then he introduced me to that world. And I said, God, you mean to tell me I don't have to succumb and be what this world say I am? And what happens in this world? He said, no, I, waited. I made a way of escape. You can escape from that life if you want to. It's your choice. You can escape from that and be who God called you to be. You don't have to succumb to being what God didn't call you to be because you won't, that's what people want you to be. That's what you think you ought to be. No, it's an escape. He made a way of escape for you to be who you are in him. And he says, you got to understand that world. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a different world from where I come from. 
when you understand you part of that world, you would look at this world different. You would look at this world like I don't have to take or accept what this world brings to me. I can take and do what this kingdom world provides for me. I can go through doors, opportunity that the kingdom world will open that this world cannot even fathom. I could become what this kingdom world says I can become and don't have to worry about rubbing shoulders and networking with the who's who's of this world because I am a child of the most high. I understand as a believer, I have, I'm more than the average Joe. I, even though I'm natural, I'm actually supernatural. Because everything that I touch naturally, I'm going to apply my super to it. That super is the kingdom of God. I'm going to apply the principles of the kingdom of God to whatever my hands touch. When you understand that type as the believer, then greater works shall we do. There's nothing greater than raising a man from the dead. You can't get no greater than that in this world. But when he says greater works shall we do, it's not, notice, he says we should do greater than what he did. It was only one him. And he raised that one man up. But it's more of us now that he has died and rose. He gave us, it's, we have many hymns in us. So greater because now it's just not one person doing the work. It's multiple people doing the work at the same time. So greater works shall we do. Because it's more of us to do the work. It's more of us to do the work. And that's what we are called to do to manifest his glory on earth. That's how we fight. We have to see the unseen world. If anything, y'all need to study to see what this kingdom really is about. Because hopefully I have inspired you to want to know what this kingdom that we say that we believe in you got to understand the ins and outs of that. Then you will, you will, you will walk on the serpents. You will walk on the devil head. You will not be infected by the attacks of the enemy, the fiery darts of the enemy that tried to attack you. You would know how to buffet them where they won't penetrate you because you are now looking towards a different world. You have hope. Hope. In this world, there's no hope. That's why we in this dispensation of the church. To offer people the hope. To let them see the glory. So when this church age is gone. The dispensation of this church age is gone. There's not going to be hope. They go, what, what they going to hope for? They going to wish they, that they die. There's no hope. But we got to understand why we in this dispensation. That's
That's why you here. Because you have the ability to influence somebody. Stand to your feet. You have the ability to influence somebody. But you first got to be influenced yourself. You got to be influenced yourself. You got to know what good and perfect will of the Father is to you. You got to understand the world that you come from yourself. It's not just for me to know, but it's for you. If you want special prayer, come down to the altar. You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you. And we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.